I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're listening to this right now, it could be because you're awesome. If not, maybe you are, and you just don't know it yet. In any event, I am the nameless producer. Joined with me. Joined by me. See, it's hard. <laughs> it's not your turn yet. Joined at the hip from birth is my Siamese twin, Margaret. Okay. Here she is. Talk for a while. Other head that's connected to my body. That is such a disturbing visual. It's weird. It's weird. I won't lie. It's not my favorite intro ever. But, <laughs> but you did it. I did it. You and got now through it's done. it. Yes. Now it's done. It is, in fact, a little harder than it looks, isn't it? No. It's easier than it looks. Maybe. Okay. I don't like being pinned down. Why do I have to agree to one of your opinions? You do not like to be pinned down on anything. I don't. Why is that? You you hold very certain opinions. You would think mm-hmm. that you would be open to being pinned down. You only like to be pinned down by your own opinions. By aggressive Viking women and my own opinions. Okay. All right. You know you got some Viking in you. Well, I'm thinking of that. That time you pinned me down when <laughs> no. you had five babies? <laughs> I'm thinking of that AI picture that I created of myself and the one that was cross-eyed, I think, was particularly yeah, yeah. Viking. I can't remember that. Well, special Viking. Yes. So, how's it going? It's uh, it's awesome. It's pretty damn awesome, if you ask me. But, hey, what do I know? I'm just over here producing the hell out of the, the awesomest show on the interwebs and the audioverse and all the terms. Oh, the audioverse. Yeah. I like that phrase. I can't believe I've been podcasting for eight years that I've never said audio verse. Have yeah, I? you're a laggard. I am a laggard. I'm behind the times. It's all right. You'll catch up. That's why you got me here. True. Here to whip you into shape. Heavy H in the whipping. Yeah. What? Uh, tell me something about your week. Don't look at the notes. I don't give a damn what's in the notes. I want to know about your week. Tell me about your week. 
it was an interesting week. It was an awesome week. Tell okay. me something. Okay, it was awesome. It was awesome. I was here. Mm-hmm. And so was I. Yeah, but I make your life awesome. It's true. Whether you like it or not. One thing that was awesome. That Besides me? That you, uh, yeah, you. Don't try to segue into the notes. I'm not trying to segue into the notes. Okay. One thing that you facilitated, I was trying to think of the word. Okay. Was the middle of the week, a surprise interruption to the regular flow of things. I got to take our daughters and do a little girls night overnight. That's right. I, honestly, Here in the city. at the benefit of another awesome besides yes. me. Yeah. I don't. You don't have to say her name or anything. Okay. You want to kind of give the the rundown for how things occurred? Well, a friend of mine here in the city, who is an awesome, um, had booked an Airbnb for the middle of the week, and then unexpectedly at the last minute, plans changed, and she wasn't going to be able to use it. Yeah. And so she offered it to me. She was like, "It's already paid for. I already covered the cost. Don't worry about any of that." But I hate to, for it to just sit there unused. Yeah. So you drove a motorcycle through the front wall of the house. <laughs> so I said, "Yeah, sure. I would love to take it." And so I did, and took the girls. The one child that we have that's nearing the end of her stay at Shaytitz. Casa del Pain. Yes. And the other one who... Um, Wishes was, that she was nearing yes, the end of her stay? Yes. Yeah. Who reluctantly said, okay, I'll go too. Um, and we had a great time. This part, there is part of this that's in the notes later, but I do want to say... I don't think I even told you this. This particular house, which again is in one of the historic neighborhoods here in Oklahoma City, as, as we all the live historic in. homes are. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we walked in the front door. It smelled exactly like my grandparents' house. Oh, wow. The one in Kansas City where I spent most of my childhood on and off. I could see how that would feel nostalgic. I thought you were going to say it smelled like teen spirit. And I was <laughs> going to scramble for notes on Nirvana, but I'm glad now I don't have to. Isn't scent such a funny memory trigger? Like, yeah. I just, I haven't smelled that specific smell in so long. And how would, I how don't would you describe know. it? I don't even know. Like, is it a little bit of old house and a little bit of mothball? A little bit of old bastard mixed in? <laughs> yes. It was a very, very specific smell. And every time I came and went from that front door, I was like, oh my gosh. And I had no one there with me to appreciate it, but it was there. We have, our grandparents evidently had different smells. Tell me about the smell of your grandparents' house. Well, I'll tell you about my maternal side. Okay. My grandpa, Jim, uh -huh. and his wife, Kalila. Great name, by the way. Uh -huh. Finnish, I believe, or Swedish. Finnish? Swedish. Swedish, Swedish perhaps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, not as Swedish as the fish, but still Swedish. Love a Swedish fish. Jim, full-blooded Czech. In fact, First, I think he was, I believe he was the 13th child and the first of the family born in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, they lived proper farm where the barn was better than the house and old school style. They had no air conditioner. Well, they did. It was called open the windows, you lazy bastard, and let the breeze blow through. That was it. You know, the the gentle, lilting breeze of the western Oklahoma plains. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, cattle were involved. Mm -hmm. No cattle were, some of the cattle were harmed, but for the nourishment of the people. Mm -hmm. um, there was poop, is what I'm getting at. 
Oh. There was poop. It got on the shoes. Okay. Predominantly boots. Cow poop. Yeah. Cow patties. Yeah. I don't think there was human poop on the on the shoes. I mean, it's possible. You'd drop one down between the heels and you step funny getting up and you could track anything. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. No, but yeah, so... It smelled like cow manure in their house? Is that what you're saying? A little bit. Okay. They're, they're, I thought you were going to say it smelled like old fried chicken. The mudroom... Well, there was never old fried chicken. It was always freshly fried chicken. Yeah. The the mudroom in many homes is kind of a separate entity attached to the home. In their house, there was no separation, but you still needed a, a mud room or a poo room, as it were. And so there was always the the hint of, of cow poo, which isn't a it isn't an unpleasant smell, but it is a unique smell. But then in a house with no air conditioning in the summer, it could, it could get a little potent. As you walked in the door. Yeah. And then there was the smell of people that have been working that didn't stop to bathe every time they came in the door. And But then, like, truly some of the best food I've ever, ever eaten in my life. Fried chicken and fresh vegetables from the garden and all the good stuff. So there there was a whole cacophony of, of nasal treats. Can I ask you about your grandmother's cooking? Yes, you may. So I know she did a fried chicken for noon dinner every day mm-hmm. did she make desserts often or was it more just like you're here's some meat and vegetables it was meat and vegetable and then i would guess probably once a week she would do some type of dessert from scratch but then of course anytime there were going to be guests which yeah. we counted as then there would definitely be a dessert put together i know famously that she made a, a dessert called cherry squares or apple squares. Mm-hmm. It was a homemade pastry mm-hmm. uh, with fruit filling in between the two layers of yeah thick like would you say it's, it's like a pie crust? I would call it like think baking pan yeah and a pie yeah that fit in there and then donut glaze thick enough on the top that the the top crust was a bit gooey. Okay. Besides the... It was the, a delight. I bet. Uh, well, yes. I've had your mother's version of it. I've never attempted them myself. I've obviously never had any of your grandmother's. She sadly passed on before I came well, into the family. Sad or otherwise. That's what she did. <laughs> um, did she ever make pies? Not that I remember proper. Okay. Because... Of the era that they lived in, they being both grandparents, yeah, she would have definitively sought to please Jim. Okay. Grandpa was what she made. And that man loved, he would eat a cherry square, but he loved an apple square. So she would typically make a baking pan of those and half would be cherry and half would be apple. And I honestly, I don't know if he liked the apple better or not. Maybe he took the perspective that most people don't. Uh-huh. And so that means I got a whole half of the pan to hey, my damn self. That's some good strategy. It's a good strategy. Dessert strategy. Yeah. The reason I ask is because on this past Friday's episode of Sort of Awesome, Kelly and I were talking about desserts at church potlucks. Yeah, that's, and- a, that's a gamble. And well, yes, and family reunions, any kind of large gathering, what can you expect on the dessert table? And she was telling me like in Minnesota where she lives, that it's always a variety of different kinds of 
bars, like okay. lemon bars, chocolate chip bars, those types of things. I don't remember grandma ever making a bar. I don't recall. I mean, every now and again, you might see a bar on the dessert table. And I said, you're going to have like a lot of pies. And she right. like gasped in surprise because apparently oh, she's missed out in Minnesota. They don't do pies at potluck so much. I, and then I'm just like, you tell me if I'm correct. And it's okay if I'm not remembering this correctly. But I do feel like almost every family reunion on your side that we went to, and I'm thinking church potlucks from the time I was a kid, there's a variety of pies. Tons of pies. Chocolate sheet cake, pies, some type of uh, bunt cake. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. From the specific pan of yes. buntness. Yes. The bunt pan. Somebody bunted. Yes. And yeah. then it turned into a cake. It turned into a cake. But like pies are pretty pies normal, are right? Now around holidays, grandma would make, of course, the obligatory uh, pumpkin and pecan pies. Of course. Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like it was not unusual to show up. Again, your side of the family usually has their family reunion in June. So it's not holiday season. I feel like you show up and there's going to be like, there's going to be some pecan pies. Yeah. There's going to be some maybe chocolate cream pie. Oh, yeah. There's going to be like an assortment. It doesn't feel. the What's the crumb, crumb cakes? What's the dump cake? Oh, yeah. Dump cake. Somebody, Somebody go and bring a dump cake. Dump cake. It yes. makes me want to dump. <laughs> Lazy. That's what that is. It's lazy. I'd like to further explore this with the awesome community because I think it's so interesting. I cannot recall that you'd show up to one of these and there's a, a bunch of platters of different kinds of bars. Now, I do love one of my favorite box mixed desserts are those lemon squares that you can okay. make from yeah, yeah. the like the Betty Crocker mix. You do not have to make anything from scratch for me. Get one of those mixes Make them the powdered sugar sprinkled on top. Those are one of my favorite desserts okay. on the planet. Well, you tell me then. You're on the spot. And I expect the same question to be asked because I already have my answer. And I'm trying to seem unselfish and dominating. That's being a good producer. Of all the get-togethers, yeah, whatever they may have been, mm -hmm. weddings, funerals, things yeah. that you did with your family. Yeah. Name one, one to three desserts that come to mind that you were like, that was the answer. Okay. Can I also include church gatherings for you this? Because my family was not great about the gathering. Okay, but you have you have ice cream memories, and ice cream is pretty damn good. I don't like ice cream. Well, you're an ass. <laughs> That's the thing. Maybe I you over... You just lost two stars off your awesome chart. <laughs> Maybe I overindulged when I was a kid. Because, side note, I am going to answer your question. But side note, here the, with the ice cream memories, speaking of my grandparents' house in Kansas City that smelled like dampness and mothballs, yes. but it was one of my favorite places on the planet. It's hard to smell mothballs. They're really small. Okay. That, you, set you. you set me I up for that. You set me up for that. How can that? I not offer that? Um, my, my grandpa Babcock, this is on my mother's side. Bernard. Yes. Augustine Bernard. Augustine Bernard, whom... Nicholas is named after partly Nicholas Augustine. Mm -hmm. He, in retrospect, loved ice cream as much as you love ice cream. And that's, that's why you love me over the top. Yes. And so perhaps the only reason <laughs> every she just single, laughed. You no, didn't disagree. Just let me tell Everybody my story. noticed that it was, let it was me, covert, but let it was me tell my story. Okay. Tell your story. Every single evening meal at my grandparents' house, everyone, there were two choices for dessert and, we didn't get to pick. It was ice cream and go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> we did not get to pick. 
my grandmother picked. And it was going to be either ice cream or store-bought cookies, and it was always Archway cookies. So okay. Mola- Molasses Cookies. Archway. Archway is just a brand of cookies. Who would you equate it to that I'm familiar with? Golly, I don't know. You literally said golly. Yeah. You'll have to edit that out. <laughs> I mean, it's a brand in the sense that like Pepperidge Farm is a brand. Is it similar? I in- think Archway is way better. At least it used to be in the 80s. Okay. Um, better than Girl Scout. Oh, I here's the thing about Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies are delicious, but you get such a limited amount in those little boxes. Well, yeah, you buy more than one. Yeah. Um, I would say it's on par with Girl Scout cookies, but you get bigger cookies. The ones okay. I'm thinking of, again, I don't know. My grandpa was the one who did the grocery shopping, and so I think he just was like, That's I like the molasses cookies. Damn it, we're mm-hmm. having molasses cookies. You really did marry your grandfather. <laughs> I literally do our grocery shopping. Yes, you do. Um, so it was going to either be store-bought cookies. Oh, oh, they also had Rocky Road cookies. So it was a mm. chocolate cookie with marshmallow, and I think there was probably pecan pieces in there. Delightful. It was so good. Or it was going to be ice cream. One of us would have to go down to the basement, yes. to the big chest freezer, and the get the ice cream out. The only way to protect out. the ice cream is yes. to keep it in a scary place. It was... It was like both horror and delight because mm-hmm. their basement was terrifying. It had an actual bomb shelter in it as well. Did you ever fall up the stairs running in fear from what was No, I didn't ever fall up the stairs. They did have the kind of stairs with the open back, open back stairs all the way down. Terrifying. So you never knew when a demon was going to reach That's through right. and grab your ankle. That's right. That's why the gaps are there. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, I would have to do a lot of self-talk, maybe even praying as I was going down there. I was so scared did of their whistle? basement. Whistling in the dark. Yes. No. Um, but all of that to say, I ate so much ice cream when I was a kid. Somewhere along the line, I just lost the taste for it. It's not, if I'm going to pick a dessert, dessert, the ice cream is way, way, way down on the list. That's sad. I guess it's happy. It's more for me, but it's sad for you. Now, to answer your original question, Mr. Producer, mm-hmm. family gatherings and church pot- potlucks, what dessert was it? Yes. Number one, if there's a good Pecan pie there. Pecan pie. Okay. I could argue. Good ones. Even a bad pecan pie is a decent pecan pie. I would also say second on the list. These are in no particular order. The lemon squares aforementioned. Okay. Thirdly, I'm going to say something so controversial. We might get canceled forever. I might cancel you. Be careful. A soft baked oatmeal raisin cookie. Jesus. Oatmeal and cookies. We've all gone to hell. Oatmeal doesn't belong in cookies. It belongs in a horse's feed bag. (laughs) There's my hot take. Can this marriage be saved? Well, so long as you leave the ice cream alone, you can have all the oatmeal cookies you want. It works out perfectly. You get to keep your ice cream in the freezer. I don't even have to go in the basement for it. No, Although I've noticed lately kids are getting a little more bold around daddy's carton of ice cream. Really? Mm -hmm. I paid him back last night. I ate somebody else's ice cream. <laughs> Not even kidding. I did. Who else had ice cream in there? I don't there? know. It wasn't mine, but I was like, you know what? Half my deal's gone, and I've not even opened this one yet, so I'm eating theirs. And I did. <laughs> Fascinating. You teetses and your ice cream. Warfare. Yeah. Okay. Now, may I ask you? Oh, I thought we'd never get to me. The three desserts that it's have to be there. The main reason I'm here is for me. Yes. Um, I don't know that I have three. 
But I definitely have two. Okay. One, my grandmother on my father's side, um, they grew up very rural and doing many of the things that you would do in a rural setting to preserve foods. Every summer, they would harvest peaches. They had a couple of peach trees. And they would layer them into an empty gallon container of some kind with sugar. Yes. And then freeze them. And they would freeze. I mean, they're full of fluid, right? They'd freeze so hard that you just had to, like, carve them out with a knife. It was a vicious setting. But then to eat that out of a bowl, and she would always bring a tub of that. So it'd sit on the table kind of thawing all through the mediocre family dinner, and you're just eyeballing and you're trying to gauge. You don't want to be the first one there. Yeah. But you also don't want to be like fifth because there's always some selfish uncle who's over there getting <laughs> a big heap and helping. You're like, listen here, Jim, you're not even blood. That's a different Jim from your grandpa, Jim. That's right. Right. There's more than one Jim in the family. Yeah. Um, that so frozen one, peaches that with one, sugar. Yeah, that was a de- that is a delight. Was a delight. I haven't had them that way in a long time. So good. I've not had them myself, but I believe you. They're a delight. Okay. What else? That was only one. Well, I have I have uh, or had I suppose he's passed now. I had a cousin who's a gourmet chef. So it's his career in life. Both I think did so professionally restauranteur style and then uh, taught for quite a while at the collegiate level or whatever level. I think some college and then some trade school, whatever. It's all advanced stuff for, for cookery. He, When he would come, which wasn't always because he was traveling from a grand distance, he would always do something that was just like, good Lord, sir. You're back in the club. Mm-hmm. You skipped the last one and we all wrote you off, but now you came and you brought that. You're back in the club. The last, so are we talking like pastry situations? Well, it like could, fancy? It could be anything. Um, he did One time he did cream puffs and they were a delight. But the thing that makes number two on my list okay. of all time, and this was probably seven, eight years ago is, the, is when this occurred. He made baklava and it was... Just like you slapped yourself, anybody that walked by close enough to reach because you didn't want to stand up because you were busy. Yeah. Stuff in your face with the baklava. Yeah. It was so good. Were you you there for that one? I must have been. I don't remember this, but if if it was seven to eight years ago, that's when the twins were like two, and I have... Pretty much no memory of those days. So well, okay, that's that's not unfair. Um, I do love baklava, though. Yeah, it's my favorite dessert on the planet. He was always doing something fascinating. I remember one year, nobody, you know, we're small town folk. Yeah, all of us teetses are. And one year, I don't think anybody touched it. He had taken, I think it was, I think it was turkey chicken and ham and he had done the old deal where you debone without destroying the construct of the the bird stuffed the chicken inside of the turkey and then a bunch of ham inside the chicken and then cooked it and so you sliced it like a loaf yeah it was really good yes it was it broke my heart after having eaten it and enjoyed it so much that everybody else was like, "I ain't the kind of food we're used to seeing." And that's they, when they you knew wouldn't you were touch pretty it. Pretty different from your family. 
Or did you know before that? I was pretty sure beforehand. Um, what's number three? Um, number three was the time that, again, a non-blood relative was there, and I walked by just as he swung his arm to the side and accidentally put his cigarette out on my bicep. We're not talking about memories. We're talking about desserts. Yeah, that was a dessert because I whipped his ass, and it was super sweet. When it all went down, he never came back again. The whole family thanked me. I'm basically now in the will of four or five members that normally would have benefited their children only. Are you going to tell your actual nursery <laughs> dessert? <laughs> well, pecan pie, which yes. was always there. And there was, there were, there was usually, you had to be uh, an astute observer. Yeah. There would always, I don't, I won't remember a time there were less than two different offerings of pecan oh. pie. One of them would be some BS and the other yes. one would be like, this was, this was part yeah. of the reason that we came this year. Yeah. You have to get very discerning at just mm-hmm. visually determining what's the good one. What's the bad one. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And an aluminum, an aluminum foil pan thing isn't always the deciding factor. No, no. Because you can buy those. Yes, you can. Now you're just looking at me. And you're, you're the producer. Dead air. Um, it's not a, there's a hair on the mic. That's not mine. It's red. Yes. You're fired. Now you're hired. Okay. Let's go through. Let's now transition to the notes. Do we need intro music or something? Is it time for a commercial break? How's that work? (laughs) We don't have commercials on this show. Okay. Are you going to read the notes? I'm waiting. You're the producer. I just handed it, just handed it off. Oh, that was you. the segue? Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of food and cooking and how... We like food. Adept. Adept. Adept? No. Adele? Adept. Is that a word? Johnny Adept? You are. You're good in the kitchen, okay? You're good in the kitchen, and here's what we need to talk about. I refuse to wear anything under the apron. (laughs) Gives you just you just summon that virile energy. It's that big D cooking energy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you made some very big D delicious fries this week. It was a complete experiment. Tell the people what you did. Okay. Um. Well, I started buying bag bags o potatoes. For mushroom soup, because I put little potato cubes in the mushroom soup, and we've talked about that ad nauseum. We had another one today. It was delightful. Best one yet. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but we then we have all these potatoes. Not, yeah, never mind. But we have a lot of potatoes. Well, just fill in the blank with your own Irish joke, because yes. that's what we are, we are, and we do have a lot of potatoes. Yes. Okay, some stereotypes There's no, true. There's no famine here. <laughs> So famine, but we do still like our potatoes. We like our potatoes. Don't let me cook them is the number evidently, one rule. Evidently. Well, so normally a common thing that I would do is to cube them and then pan fry them and let the kids have little what are you, home fries. Is home that what fries, those are called? Yeah. Um, but I was feeling a bit frisky. And so instead of cubing them, I cut them into super thin. They're not big potatoes, so they were also super short. Baby fries. Baby, baby French fries. Now... I'm a firm believer that the best fries always come from a double frying. Yeah. Whether you're deep frying, skillet frying, whatever. You fry them once, pull them out, rest them a little bit, throw them back in, and then you get creamy inside, crispy outside, deliciousness, salt them after the second trip through, all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, this time, we were doing this in conjunction with some pork chops that I had blended up flour and... I had more herbs and spices than the colonel knew what to do with even. 
and that there was leftover flour. That I so almost threw away. Almost threw away. Thank God you didn't spoil it. Mm-hmm. So after the first batch of frying, then I tossed them through the flour and goodness and then threw them back in. So they were almost kind of battered. Yeah. But not fully. And the second frying, that was that was delightful. Everyone ate them. There were none left. Yep. They were so good. You do make fantastic homemade hand cut fries. Well, all kinds of food. Um, you have a mastery of the white potato, which I will never in this lifetime on this planet conquer. That's only because you've decided such. Apparently so. Just like you've decided you can't make gravy. I can, but the only gravy I've ever made that was delicious was accidentally powdered sugar instead of flour. And we've all been like, that was great. Can't we have that again? But then it's like, it shames the name of gravy. We can't. I'm sorry. We can't. Um... So, anyway, you've made a lot of delicious variations of potatoes through the years, but those were my very favorite. They were so good, and they were gone so fast. The The kids were like, is there more? And you're like, no. No, your mother destroyed what was left. (laughs) I didn't even get to try them. So that was really good. Thank you. I enjoyed making them. Something that wasn't so great this past week is we had a weird glitch in the Matrix experience. Yeah, Digital. Digital As the Matrix is. Yes. Where you and I were sitting side by side on our back deck. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The weather. And that never happens. No, wait. That wasn't the glitch. We do that all the time. Yes. The weather was interesting. And we were... I had pulled my phone out and I said, well, it's supposed to rain at the such, such time looking at the weather app that's Mm -hmm. native to the iPhone. You pulled out your iPhone. Same app. Looked at the weather app. Native Mm -hmm. weather app. Two different degrees, like yep. tem- measures measurements of temperature. Four different, four degrees difference, and different forecasts. Different forecasts. So your phone said, I believe we were looking. What was it around four p.m.? Yes, and it was claiming that by six that we would have rain. Mm-hmm. And my phone was saying, No, 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 nay, nay, nay. You'll not have rain for four more days. Yes. And so then we went on this whole journey where we made sure, like, we validated, yes, it's this location. We tried a lot of different things. We picked the city. We picked zip codes. We did It just would not ever. Same, same phones. Yeah. Same provider. Same app. And it couldn't get on the same page. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, as we went through the remainder of the week, the extended forecast didn't match either of our phones. What the hell? This bothered you so much. We spent not just a few minutes with you trying all different kinds of things to figure out what is going on. And to this day, we have no answer. I have no answer. So weird. Other than I feel like the Biden administration is somehow responsible. Well, what, how then do you That's the one that's running the country right now. Yes. And then how would you explain that just today, Mm -hmm. as we were cooking Sunday lunch, the aforementioned mushroom soup... Um, that we were, I, I had chosen to play on my phone through the home pod in our kitchen, Mm -hmm. um, play a Spotify playlist called nineties country. No surprise to anyone. We're listening, singing, having a grand old time. 
turned it off while the soup was... I put was... boots on with my apron and no clothes. <laughs> yes, it was quite the sight. Um, we went outside to sit and visit while the soup was simmering. Mm-hmm. And you looked down at your phone and the phone that and the song that I had pushed pause on because we were going outside was uh, Leanne Rhymes. Yeah, somebody singing, I never listened to. Singing Blue mm-hmm. from the 90s, you know. You looked down at your phone and a pop Spotify was trying to play it. Yes. It was like, just push play. I dare you. Here's the song. And I was like. But the weird no, thing is, no, I yelled it like that. After our Alexa experience, you were so off put by having your yeah. phone connected to an external smart speaker. Yeah, smart my ass. That when we got the HomePod, you're like, I'm not connecting it. So I'm the only one that's connected to the HomePod. Mm-hmm. And yet here your phone was trying to pick up what the HomePod was laying down. Evidently. Evidently. So weird. I don't understand it. I'm confused and a bit irritated. I don't like it. Have you yet had the experience where you open TikTok and on your TikTok feed is something that you haven't even actually said out loud? You've only thought about. Probably. Okay. But I tend to run off at the mouth quite a bit as we discuss things. So I'm never sure that I haven't said it. Okay. I've had that happen on a couple of occasions, and I'll tell you what, it is alarming. Okay. Um... Well, I have something for you. Somebody this week, somebody that also loves potatoes by birth, <laughs> turned 60. You have a guess. I don't have a guess. I have a sure knowledge. Okay. Who might this be? Conan O'Brien. Okay. Not Conan the Destroyer. No. But Conan O'Brien. Yes. Okay. I like how you said Conan, but he would be like, no, it's Conan. Remember in the old days, old, 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 like when we were in college, when he had the like late, late show before he yes. moved time slots and what, and all of that fall Before happened? Jay Leno cheated him. Yeah. That's a really interesting deep dive if you ever want to do that. Okay. I'm honestly, I think I would become so irate. Yeah. That. Whatever accident Leno just had would pale in comparison to what was coming next. Okay. Well, his, I've never thought he was funny, by the way. The old announcer on Conan's show used to say... Hot take. Jay Leno's not funny. Yeah. I don't think that's as hot as you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think people resoundingly agree with that. But the old announcer used to say, to announce Conan O'Brien by saying, Conan O'Brien... Oh my gosh, speaking of that. You were that person in a former life? If only. Um, <laughs> I saw in the Conan O'Brien subreddit. Yeah, of course that, there is one. And then of course I subscribe to it. That Conan is in, um, I want to say Thailand, doing some filming for an unnamed project. You know, it's he, uh, probably for his OnlyFans. <laughs> maybe. He did close out his TBS show. He's in between projects right now, but he's been wanting to do this Conan Beyond Borders or Conan Without Borders thing for a long time. So people are hopeful that that might be coming next. But last week he did turn 60 years old and I felt, I felt a check in my spirit. I felt a pause in my heart. Like if Conan is 60. Well, it should make you feel young because he was on TV before you were driving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I guess that's one way to frame it. You can't, you can't lean into not making yourself feel old? How dare you? It just gave me pause, okay? It gave me pause. Well. That he turned 60. 
But you know what else? It gave you menopause. <laughs> I'm already, that train's left the station, it's all aboard, <laughs> and there's no stopping it. It's out of control. Never forget. That the heat is on. <laughs> the heat is on. <laughs> and perimenopause can last up to 10 years. Woo! Hope you're happy. Hope you're happy. Somebody else had a big birthday on the same day as Conan O'Brien. He wasn't too busy? No. Shrinking the kids? <laughs> Rick Moranis turned 70. That actually really did make me feel older than Conan turning 60. Well, that's because because Rick has a baby face. He has a baby face, and I will probably always remember him, not just for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but for his role in Ghostbusters. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids again? Yeah. And Ghostbusters. All of the times. What's the first movie you can remember seeing him in? Well, Ghostbusters... Yes. Proper would be it, even okay. though I had to watch that on the DL. Because oh, that it's wasn't, naughty? That wasn't a movie. Well, it had to do with the spirit world, and that <gasps> wasn't allowed. The occult. The occult in our super spiritual home of pretentiousness. Well, I did you the producerial favor of looking up Rick Moranis on the IMDb. Do it. Tell us. What, what did he do? Well, prior to Ghostbusters, you and I maybe remember that before, in the sort of like early days of SNL, they got a lot of their talent from SCTV. Do you remember this? I don't. SCTV was Second City TV. It was a sort of like incubator for tons of comedic talent okay. that a lot of them ended up working on Saturday Night Live in some capacity, either in the writer's room or on camera or both. Yes. So Rick Moranis was part of SCTV back in the early 80s. Then he landed that Ghostbusters role, and it kind of launched him into his film career. Do you remember him being in Brewster's Millions? Ooh, not, not precisely, no. I don't either. I remember of course, Richard Pryor. Before we leave the 80s, two very notable movies. Did he do something with... Uh, no, never mind. Can't remember guy's name. Okay, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, of course I remember Seymour. that. Yes, yes, Like yes. iconic Suddenly Seymour. Suddenly Seymour. Yes. Spaceballs. Yes. He's in Spaceballs. That's a, yes, absolutely. Um, so, of course, then in 1989, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is one of the movies that my grandmother recorded um, off of HBO onto VCR tape for yeah. us. I've talked about this before. This was how my my experience of pop culture in the 80s and early 90s was formed. Through the VCR. Yes. The Burbs being notable, The Great yes, Outdoors. Yes. I don't think my grandmother had any really censor or filter on it. Like, she was just like, this seems like something the kids would like and would record it. But Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was one of them. I watched that movie over and over and over. And a few years ago, I think it was during the pandemic years, maybe it was even more recent than that, JK and Mac watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. And I think, did I tell this? That I had forgotten that there's a part where the, the pet ant dies. I don't know if you talked about it on the show, but and I, I recall this discussion. He was destroyed yeah, he was, and he was heartbroken. Yeah. I felt so bad because I have seen that movie genuinely dozens of times, and I forgot that yeah. that was part of the thing. I wonder in this moment, I'm just now recalling this, there is a scene where the shrunken children encounter an oatmeal cream pie yes. of full size. Yes. And the delight. Yes. And I wonder now, because I've I've been a... Long-time fan of the crappy Little what? Debbie oatmeal cream pie. I wonder if that was influenced by that movie, if it would mean as much if it weren't for visions in my head of the giant one. Yes. 
Because, listen, nobody's really there for the oatmeal cookie part. Because no. that's not even a real cookie. No, no. When we were newlyweds, oh, yes. I would buy those little Debbie boxes by the, by the pallet full. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll take as many of these as my WIC card can get me. And we, that's where we were. So you may have been wanting to ask if he had ever done a movie with Steve Martin. Yes. And it is Steve Martin and was in 1989 Parenthood. They Parenthood. That movie that's take. right. That's right. Um, Rick Moranis was also with Steve Martin in My Blue Heaven. Yes. Remember that yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. He was Barney Rubble in The Flintstones. Um, didn't watch that one. I'm familiar with it, but I didn't watch it. He has done. He's done a ton of voice acting for children's stuff. Yeah, um, as he should. He's got a great, great voice. For yeah. Him. So seventy. Anyway. He's seventy. Seventy. Gall darn it. Jeez, I'll bet he doesn't even slow down unless he wants to. Unless he wants to. He's seventy. He's Come probably on. got. He's probably got enough royalties and money. He's living off that shrunk the kids money. Yeah, yeah. that shrunken money. Yes. That's what we live off of month to month, isn't it? Shrunken money. That's right. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, surprise discoveries. Okay, so mm, here's one. I can't remember if it was earlier this week or sometime last week in the Awesome Today group on Facebook. I shared a photo mm. of our sink, our upstairs bathroom sink. Yeah. If anybody's stalking us, that you know it was upstairs. Yeah. Of a nitro glove. Filled with water and then left in the sink, like yes. a creepy hand with broken fingers, it looked like. It Indeed. Was very weird. Mm -hmm. So you you bought nitro gloves, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Our kids, thank God, haven't been stealing them from neighbors' homes or wherever it is you steal nitro gloves from. Doctor's offices. Right, 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 right. Whatever. Yeah. This has proven to be a more fascinating toy than the hundreds if not now nearing thousands of dollars that we've spent on Legos. PS5. On the PS5, on all kinds of things. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I... I went to go to the bathroom downstairs the other day yeah. and laying on the floor next to the toilet, so quite creepy. disturbingly. So creepy. Think, this one wasn't filled with water. It was just discarded just there. Deflated. I'm like, what in the hell are you guys doing to yourselves when you go to the bathroom that you need a glove for? And then you just cast it onto the floor. You dirty, non-housekeeping who raised you? Who are you? Ain't even raised right. <laughs> this just animals this just discarded limp 
gloves leg it's all like over. A, it's like a bad frat party every morning when we get up to walk through. Yes, pretty much. What is going on? And why have we? Why have we even? Bought, why didn't we just invest in a case of nitro gloves instead of all these toys and Merry electronics Christmas. and things? Just here you go. Here's your buzz. endless supply. Earlier in the week, I'd gone. I was upstairs. My office is upstairs. I'd left the office to use the upstairs restroom. A lot of my life centers around using the restroom, evidently. And as I get to the sink, because I do wash my hands. I'm not a complete animal. Um, there's like a – the whole countertop is, is, has got a meniscus of water on it. And I'm like, what? And I go to grab the towel, the hand towel, to – mop it up and the hand towel is almost dripping wet oh, and i'm I like hate it when that what is the case has gone on here yes and so i i do probably what you would judge as a half-assed job cleaning up every of course every soap dispenser every bottle everything that's on excuse me belch like an ape um everything that's on the countertop you have to Pry it off the mm. counter because the water suction's holding it there. Right. I get mopped up and I go in and and ask the boys. I'm like, hey, I need you to tell me the truth. Nobody's in trouble, but I need to know the truth. Did, did, did you guys have a, a water mess in the bathroom? Now, there's a lot of scrambling. And mm-hmm. it took a lot of prying to get the full story. But they'd actually cooperatively been trying to fill up a glove. And they filled it up so much. Yep. That when they tried to carry it away, it, somebody poked it and it burst and just erupted water everywhere. And again, why why are we buying toys? Yeah. Evidently, we should buy nitro gloves and hand towels to yes. clean up after Obviously. the nitro gloves in the water. Yes. Let's say nitro gloves again. Jeez. <laughs> quite the adventure in parenting. Um, adventures in living in Oklahoma. Cheers, everybody. We had our first big round of tornadoes of the spring. Mm-hmm. I say first because you know that's not going to be the last. It's not going to be the last. April. It's, it's late, though. No, early. No. I would like for you to pause. I would like for you to pause. And, and remember the old Oklahoma nursery rhyme about March. And how does that go? In like a lion, out like a lamb. That's not just Oklahoma. That's mainly Oklahoma because you don't know a lion until you've faced down a tornado going out. As safety would tell you to stand on the west side of your house, grab your ankles, and kiss your ass goodbye. Everyone knows this. That's how you prepare for a tornado. (laughs) It is honestly all you can do on this planet. It's advisable. Yes. Then you stand on the porch to watch it. (laughs) Um, This was early for tornadoes, and I... I'm shaking will, my head vigorously. I will, no. I will Google vigorously to you prove Google you, vigorously, and you'll know that I was shaking my head vigorously. Can you recall that we got married in the middle of June? I can, and that we had tornadoes. A on very our late, night? a very late season tornado. How yes. can it be late in April and late in June? Those two things can't be the same. Um, well, when you were with your first pregnancy, a week past due. And then after that, you were two weeks past due. Was either one of them less past due? Those are a matter of days, not months. Oh, okay. Is that that's how we're doing it now? Yes. Okay. No, you were right. How dare I question you? Thank you. You were so right. It's good. It's good to be acknowledged. I guess you'll be doing all the shit I do now since you just got the 
you're the key holder to rightness. No, no. The only thing I was right about I'll was just, tornado season. I've got to go sit down. You'll have to handle all the things now. <laughs> tornado season starts. Flex, flex hard. Enjoy it. In April. Okay. And ends in July. That's inaccurate, but that's fine. You tell yourself Late what June, you want. early July. Listen, I, I keep a journal for all the times that I've gone out on the west side of the house and grabbed my ankles and kissed my ass goodbye. So you have the dates. It's never gone into July, ever. <laughs> okay. I've I, never kissed July, my own ass in July. July might be. Not for that. I do it for 4th of July. That's a different <laughs> event, equally worthy of self-ass kissing. So we were fortunate that we did not have tornadoes in Oklahoma City proper. However, my niece lives in Shawnee with her dad and stepmother, and they... Either, I'm not sure exactly how this happened. They were either at Shawnee Mall or they had to like get in their car and drive over to Shawnee Mall to take shelter. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure which was which. This is two words. Shawnee, which is a city, and mall, which is a shopping Was I running it all together? It it was a little confusing to me and I know what it is. (laughs) Well, here's what I want to talk about. They had to take cover in the restroom at the mall of Shawnee. But yeah, that's true. But they were okay. But are they? Yes. Could you be after that? Do you even know what that means? <laughs> well, here's what I want to say. You more than much more than I have so much lived experience in the Shawnee Mall. Yes, two words. And yes, I do. Say more about that. <sighs> okay, when you grow up rural, rural, it's one word, but I didn't enunciate clearly either. You know that nothing happens in your tiny town, so you go places. Mm-hmm. Now Shawnee's no big city. But compared to where I grew up, it's it's a budding metropolis. And they had a mall. We had a choice. We could go to Oklahoma City, to Stillwater. Technically, I guess we could have gone to Tulsa or to Shawnee. Shawnee Shawnee and Stillwater were the two closest. Shawnee had a better mall, if you dare to believe it. Um, Stillwater had places like Tumbleweeds, Eskimo Joe's. They had the good foods. Yeah. Country bars. And Oklahoma State University. Yeah, but you didn't go hang out there. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's not like a, like, hey, you know what? We should go up to the university <laughs> and hang out. Uh, if you were young, you were rejected. And if you were old, you were arrested. So it wasn't good either side of the fence there. Okay. Um, Oklahoma City was a little daunting. And the nearest mall was double the journey. So Shawnee was the place. That was where the mall was. Now, I've been to a few malls in my day. I'm not saying I'm a a mall expert. Are you a mall rat? No, definitely not. Okay. Although I felt like one after going down the hallway to the bathroom at the Shawnee Mall. Okay. And believe it or not, I've been at the Shawnee Mall when a tornado came through. Are you serious? Yeah. And I, too, was encouraged to take shelter in the bathroom hallway and was like, hell no. (laughs) Because let me tell you about the bathroom hallway at the Shawnee Mall. And I have no doubt it's the same as it's always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like low pile carpet. Like that you'd just use one of those non-motorized push vacuum things on that doesn't pick anything up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not on the floor. They have tile on the floor. They've got that on the walls. Oh, no. Yeah, and apparently, by the smell, it's always been there. I think since the day they opened the doors. Somewhere 
they found a handful, somewhere between a handful and a bunch of people that had, let's just say, not freshly cleaned crotches. Oh. And they rubbed them all over the carpet. That hallway oh. smells like a like an old crotch. <laughs> Always has. You can smell it. It butts up to the food court. And if you sit down too close oh, no. to the bathroom hallway, all you can taste when you eat is crotch. <laughs> old crotch. Stinky crotch. Oh, no. It's not good. And so that's a bold decision. Like, do I want to die or have... Somebody else's old stank crotch in my nostrils for the next week oh, because it, it lingers. It's a thick, it's a thick crotch. Wow. Yikes. I've said nitro and crotch now a lot. Yeah. I don't know how that works in editing. I'm not worried about it. I'm just producing. Of course. Wow. I, I have been to the Shawnee Mall with you a couple of times. Did you go to the bathroom? I Recall that I did after a movie once, because there's a movie theater at the mall. You blacked out and woke up at home? Apparently so. With the scent of old crotch in your nostrils? Yes. Like, where, what did did I get roofied? What happened? <laughs> um, Shawnee, unfortunately, did get quite, quite the tornado Yes. Tornadoes Some people hit. would say hammered. Yes. The university there took damage. My sister still lives in my hometown and they commute to attend church in Shawnee. And as we discussed, I think it was Friday, maybe we'd back and forth. I've not heard an update. She was wondering if they were going to have church in the parking lot or what was going to happen. I don't know yet. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. It's better than church in the hallway to the crotch bathroom. <laughs> okay. That's... Crotch hallway to the bathroom, some form of language. I think that that's fair to say. Yeah. Parking lot better than crotch hallway. There's no holiness in a crotch hallway. No one gets close to Jesus there. Or whoever it is should they I choose just, to worship. Should I just title this whole episode, There's No crotch Holiness? Hallway? There's No Holiness in a Crotch Hallway? You can if you want. Okay. Is that what makes you happy? I might do it. Okay. So speaking of growing up rural. Growing up with crotch stink. I had not really registered in a while how very much our children, mm -hmm. our five. They're city slickers. They are city slickers. Yeah. They have very little interaction with the growing up that you and I had. It's true. So uh, as I mentioned at the top of this episode, my friend offered us this Airbnb and this really cute house in a cute historic neighborhood it smells like my grandparents house yeah which is different than crotch hallways yes i'll take the smell of my grandparents house any day i would pick that if the shawnee could take a note from somebody let's replicate old people's homes yes exactly so we walk in the door to the house go right into the living room and i bring our stuff in the girls stop and are transfixed and alarmed that hanging over the fireplace of this living room is a giant deer head. Taxidermied. Taxidermied. It's not bleeding. It's not no, like no, fresh. It's, not fresh. It's, it's no satanic ritual. It was a. It was a big guy. It wasn't. A, Are you sure it was a guy? Did you check for balls? There were antlers, and as I understand, um, deer biology. You don't understand deer biology. All deer have antlers. Both can. Yes. Is that true? You feel free to look it up later. 
I can't tell by your eyes if you're trolling me or not. I'm not trolling you. Okay, well, this deer had antlers, okay? Yeah. And balls. There were no balls showing. It was the Just traditional the taxidermy deer head that goes, you know, goes all the way down and ends at the neck, mm-hmm. where they chopped that neck off. Yes, with a samurai sword, I believe, <laughs> okay. is how that's done. So I... It's the only way to deer hunt, is yes. with a samurai sword. So I'm getting all of our stuff in, and the girls have their stuff, and we're getting in and getting settled. They are, when I say alarmed, they are like, cannot stop making a big deal out of this deer head. And... You're, you didn't, you silenced your phone, but it's vibrating the whole table. No, it wasn't table. me. Are you Was sure? it you? Um, yeah, it is. Okay. It's from uh, Bartlesville. Okay, so that's definitely not a well, real call. Well, it could be my cousin, although he's never called me before. <laughs> I know he lives there. Or he used to. I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, anyway, they just were like, they could not make sense of why there was a deer head in there. And I was, it just, I was like, oh my gosh, have y'all never seen a deer head? They never in a house before. You've, like, <laughs> you've never seen dead wildlife in an abode? Where have you been? It was so funny because I honestly didn't even, I just like sort of clocked it as I came in. There was a lot of really interesting decor and art and statues and stuff in this house. And so like, I just sort of like saw it, but I didn't really think about it, but they were freaked out. <laughs> they were like, I think it's staring at us. I saw it move. Like its eyes are moving. <laughs> It was just so interesting to think about how our my childhood and the childhood of my children is so very different. Indeed. Indeed. So there's that. If you're going to have anything taxidermied yeah. in our home. Any, any in our animal, home? Like, that's where they're taxidermying no, it? No, 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 no. You have a taxidermied piece oh, in, in our, our home. home. What animal? Our home currently? Mm, what fits here? Probably a bird of some type. Oh, that's an interesting choice. I think for this for this house. Yeah, that's not saying that's what I like or okay. anything. I'm saying for this it's house, the decor and the vibe. What would fit this house would be like a a, a duck or something, maybe a woodpecker. I don't know. Okay. Humane, humanely killed, overfed on delightful pecan pies and oak trees. All right. Well, that leads us to talking about another sauces. Sauces. <laughs> you know, taxidermy into delicious food yeah. and all things. Well, hey, you ate, you ate part of that deer before yeah, you hung. You should have. Come it's on. Samurai chopped off head up over the mantle yeah. so that you could flex to all your non hunting friends. That's right. That's a thing, too. What? How do you feel about when a place has taxidermied things and you know plainly nobody was a hunter? I mean, I think I don't, I'm not offended by it. I do find it to be a puzzling choice because yeah. like that's, I could, I don't know. I'm, I've never hunted before. I'm not a hunter. Oh, you have. You pulled down some exotic game. His name was Kyle. <laughs> okay. Yes. Shot me in the heart with a, with a wink of the eye. <laughs> Um, I would poison tipped. <laughs> I would think that for the person, it would be kind of embarrassing to have somebody else's. Well, you would think, right? Yeah, that they had uh, shot or whatever. Well, but people wear other people's athletic jerseys. That's true, and maybe there's a connection there. Perhaps, perhaps. All right, so let's you did, talk about sauces. You did some delicious cooking besides the mushroom soup. The Okay, 
so I don't I don't know how to start this. One of the things that I like to do with chicken or pork, which I don't believe either one's real food, but we do eat them on occasion. I like to do something on the grill first with them mm-hmm. and then finish them in the oven. Taxidermy. Taxidermied. <laughs> Just the balls. Okay, gross. Because the from the chest up is hanging on the wall. Right, right, right. We have a lot of taxidermied chicken heads in here. <laughs> we use, like there's an array off to my right of five of them that we use as coat hangers. Yes, it's, it's a stylistic choice. Their little beaks hold the coats quite well. That's not true. Anyway, pork and chicken are both problematic to me. One, I don't particularly like the flavor of either one. I like I like bacon, but that I feel like is not even really part of the true pork. Bacon it's, exists it's, its own thing. Yeah, it exists outside of the. It's be good because it's been universe. cured and smoked and yeah. things, and then you fry it, and the fat's delicious. So, you put something on it. If you just if you were to just smoke or grill or whatever with no seasoning, you could probably get by because chicken's pretty bland as it is. You could probably get by there, but with pork, especially that that's not a solid flavor. No, I've done a lot of experiments over the years with, with pork with hey, let's just do salt, pepper, garlic. And it's, it's a little, little funky, a yeah. little weird. Yeah. Why are you pushing on my chair? Well, because I, as an editor, know that when your chair bonks into the table, that it makes... Well, that, I wasn't bonking you, the table. You're not now because I moved you. Yeah, I wasn't before. You were. You're a hypocrite and you need more tornadoes in your life, evidently. Well, I live in the right place. For well, me. evidently, now that it's almost July, you're just in time. That's not even how it works. Now, can I get back to the sauces? You've interrupted yourself. <laughs> well, somebody had to. Damn it. <laughs> Last week, I didn't want to go to two stores. Man, I hate going to two stores. I hate going to one store, but I can suffer one store. I hate going to two stores for things. And the first store I went to that had the meats, they didn't have the... They didn't have... They had a sauce. There's a difference between a sauce... And a marinade. And that's what we need to talk about. That's what this whole thing's about. I used sauce. And don't let Zuckerberg lie to you, sweet baby Ray's. It's still a sauce. It's not a marinade. There's a difference. When the I cooked, last week I just cooked chicken drums. Did all the sauce, grilled them, and then finished them in the oven. And it was, honestly, it was flavorless. Yeah, you were you were like angry. Well, it was a lot of damn work. Yes, to just have well, now nothing tastes like chicken because this chicken tastes like nothing. <laughs> tastes like air, air, just chewy air. Yeah, there is a sauce. I'm and I'm struggling to find more than this one. I've I've hunted the shelves and tried a few things. This one. Um, <clears throat> I'm drawing a blank. What's it called? I think I have a tab somewhere. Woody's cooking sauce. Thank you. Woody's cooking sauce. Talk for a minute while I try to pull my tab up here what? if I can find it. If, if I'm recalling correctly, one interesting ingredient in the Woody's is tamarind. I think so. I think so. And it really does. 
Woody's is, it. I would say it's adjacent to a barbecue flavor, but it's kind of its own thing. I want to say that it also exists in its own universe. That's it's kind of kind of adjacent to barbecue sauce. Not it's not as like soupy or um, what's the word liquid viscous as a right. no, marinade. It's, it's thick. Yeah. Now I'm looking at the ingredients, and this current list doesn't have tamarind yeah. in it. But I would swear to you in the past that it has. So there was a there was an oddity that occurred in 2005. I've been a I've been a Woody's connoisseur for quite I could quite some number of years now. <laughs> In 2005, for those who may or may not remember, we had Hurricane Katrina, Mm -hmm. which hit through the Gulf and surrounding states down through there. And there was a period of time where Woody's could not be found. Mm -hmm. That had led me to assume that that's where Woody's was headquartered and stuff. It's not. I've read since then. It's not. I don't know what the story is on all of that, but it did disappear from store shelves for over a year before it was back. And we were all like, ah, it's back. And to my knowledge, it still tastes about the same, but I don't see. Okay. I don't see that anymore in the list. What we have is tomato paste, soy oil, garlic, mustard, black pepper, vinegar, which is important, smoke flavor, which they derive from as they would call it, an aqueous solution of natural hickory wood smoke flavors. Oh, my. Uh, Salt, a little bit of sugar, some Louisiana hot peppers, uh, Worcestershire sauce, all these things. It's a super thick sauce. You would not want to... It's not It's not a sauce. It's a marinade. You wouldn't want to dip anything in this, I don't think. No, no. And eat it. It's too much. Yes. It's potent and strong. But it's outstanding on meats itself. I believe you can get it on Amazon if anybody wants to try it. And there's a few different versions. There's a sweet. There's a, I'd go for the original first. Yes. But on chicken or pork, which I just did yesterday as we record, it, is, it brings some flavor to otherwise flavorless, terrible pretend meats like chicken and pork. How long did you let the Woody sit on there before you cooked it? I've this time, I think I went around four hours. Okay. You don't, if you want to get fancy, you can do the overnighter, all of that stuff. But if you're going to be cooking it for several hours, I don't think you even need to actually marinate at all. Oh, okay. That's my opinion, your honor. Mm Mm-hmm. You can just slather it on and then go about your cooking business. Yeah. Hope a tornado doesn't come. No. And kiss your Woody's ass goodbye. That's right. Obviously. Yes. Well, that did turn out great. You made I'd, a big slew of food. I'd be eager, inviting even, for people that have a, a, a secret or even not so secret marinade that they use on the pretend meats of chicken and pork or tofu patties or whatever it is. Join, join the group. If you're not a member, share in the group what it is you use. I'm curious. Yeah. I like to experiment as I cook. Mm -hmm. I'll try a thing. Yes, please do. Let us know. But don't be a punk. Don't come in there like my shit's the best and be unwilling to try Woody's. You have to try Woody's too. It's like a, there has to be a sort of it's exchange. A, it's a of, give and take. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Got to you. Got to be able to speak to each other from the same footing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't 
you don't fight a civil war from two different locations. You got to meet somewhere. Yeah. Is that how that goes? Same battleground. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Gettysburg? Well, that's one of them, yes. Okay. Thank you. And thank all the ghosts who reside there still. <laughs> May they rest in peace. May they rest. Well, what should people do before their next you don't get trip to, to Gettysburg? You don't get to end the episode. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm the producer. You, you pushy jackass. <laughs> what else has gone on for you this week? Um, hmm. Well, you know, a lot of paperwork, filling out forms that all hmm, have to You like do. forms, do you? No, I don't like it. But when you have a senior in high school, there's a lot of mm. accessory bullshit. When you have an irresponsible senior. Yeah. Who knows how to play it. her mother. That's part of it. You fill out work instead of her. Well. Did you take her achievement tests? Did you take her I've ACT, never, SAT? I've not taken oh. anyone's test for them so far. Maybe you should have. The twins do have... Part of their state test next week. So That's scary. Like, you do most of their homework for them. No. That's yeah, true. I've listened in. <laughs> we are in testing season, though. That's different from tornado season. And different than testes. Yes. Isn't it? I believe so. Isn't it just... Testes are only found on men and on the back of animals that have been killed with samurai swords and stuffed and hung over mantles. And, don't forget, the back of some... Pickup trucks. This is true. There's the old dangle ball sack mm. hanging off the back of the pickups. Classy. That's how you know. That's how you know it's a man's man that's driving that truck. Well, how else would you know? Yeah, maybe by his profanity and prolific use of the middle finger. Those are other two other signs. A truly refined or his antlers, as it turns out. Okay, I was going to say a truly refined gentleman will just give you the big thumbs down. I am refined, yes. and I do do that a lot. You do do. I do, do. All right. You're plainly fatigued with me and this whole podcast. <laughs> so, everybody, I don't know if I'll ever talk to you again. I hope you have an awesome today, would you? Ow, you're gouging me. You need a gouge. You need a good old-fashioned gouging. <laughs> My ribs. I already said it. You didn't What'd even, you say? I told him to have an awesome today. Do it already, would you? Please do. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.